Okay, quick question, quick quiz, since we're not doing trivia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have it in my hand, but just to see if you guys know what it is. What is the worst Halloween, piece of Halloween candy, candy that, corn. that gets given out? Candy corn. I don't think it's candy corn. I think it's this. Oh, yeah. I think it's just... A straight-up square of milk chocolate from Hershey's. No, there's no nuts. There's no rice. There's no peanut butter. There's no candy coating. It's just like the most boring piece of chocolate there is. Well, and and I don't, I don't even like chocolate candy. So it's Hershey's chocolate too. It's like not even right. It's right. It's not good quality. Like yeah, if it was a Lindor chocolate mm-hmm. or something, or Ghirardelli <laughs> or something. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I'm kind of mean. I'm kind of with you on that. Although I really don't like candy corn. Yeah, but I don't. I haven't seen any candy corn this year. Yeah, they don't. It's it doesn't come in fun size packs, as far as I know. So you don't hand it and out, I, right? I don't think it's a Halloween thing as much anymore. I think it like shows up in bowls around Thanksgiving time mm. with those like orange pumpkin things. Now see. As similar as the candy corn is to the orange pumpkin things, the orange pumpkin things are far superior. It's weird, right? Yeah. I think it's like, I think it's because they have a higher sugar to wax ratio. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. It's the wax. Uh. <laughs> yep. Solving the world's problems. Yeah. My favorite are Reese's Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Reese? It probably would have got a reaction from Rick if he was able to have decent internet at his house. That doesn't seem like it's a thing. He's been frozen for 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we watched a movie and we went to a play. We did. And I have a beverage. I also had a beverage. Where'd it go? Oh, I have a beverage. I have from Freem Brewing in Oregon, the Strata India Pale Ale. Nice. I have from the San Juan Seltzery mm. the Spike Times Two eight point four percent watermelon double seltzer. Double seltzer, huh? Mm-hmm. I like going with a nice zero carb drink to wash down my candy. <laughs> you just balance it out. Yeah, you don't want to double up on the carbs. Right, right. It's like when you take uh, speed. You're not rinsing. You're not washing those pills down with coffee. No, I mean, what's the point? Ah, yes. And while we're waiting for Rick, what is speed? Methamphetamine. Usually, it is okay. Usually, it's like a combination of methamphetamine and caffeine. Yeah, kind of. It's speed. Usually, I think refers to it in pill form, whereas you have like other kinds of meth. I'm not an expert, but it's but it's not like no dose. No, no-dose is just caffeine. Right, okay. That's trucker speed. That's different. Okay. Because <laughs> I remember, like, as a kid hearing about speed, like it was one of those drugs, you know, but not really understanding. I mean, we didn't really know about meth back then either mm-hmm. until crystal method came along. Right. And so <laughs> I'm no expert, as I've said, but I think, mm-hmm. like, Methamphetamine was had a legitical, 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 legitimate medical use 
And then crystal meth came out and was stronger and more potent, and everybody switched to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does the resident from Everett have a comment on crystal meth? No? Nothing? Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. Do we want to talk briefly about Evil Dead, the musical? I think so. We went to a musical. I kind of put the cart before the horse on that, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So after watching the Evil Dead trilogy, my hopes were not high for the musical. I did <laughs> I did find it interesting that like um there was ten times, if not a hundred times, more words <laughs> used in the musical than all three movies combined. Right. Like these movies don't have any dialogue, and so it was very interesting to watch them try and put together a script and dialogue and songs. But it was basically like pretty much everything they said and did was just exposition, right? It was basically right. telling us what they were doing and what was happening and what was going on. Um, yeah, it, it was um, – well, and then songs about what was going right. on and what they were doing and what monsters – or. Wondering what the fuck was that? Now, realistically, this was pretty much the musical of Evil Dead 2. Right. right? They had some characters pu- from one, but not right. really. It, it pulled one or two things briefly from one and pulled nothing from Army of Darkness. Right. Except for the very ending. Like the very end scene with him talking about his journeys in the... yeah. Supermart, Kmart, whatever. S-Mart, yes. S-Mart, got Smart. it. Yeah. So it was just one of those things where it was like, okay, we took, in my opinion, the worst of the three movies, <laughs> <laughs> and we made that into the musical, which whatever. It was fine. It was funnier, I thought, than any of the movies. Right, because and it didn't take itself seriously. Right, and it was more engaging. I was disappointed with the level of splatter, right? <laughs> we were promised splatter zone. Yeah. And there was there was some like, you know, red corn syrup sprayed into the crowd with agricultural sprayers, but <laughs> well, and some wa- water balloons filled with some sort of gore, but uh Yeah, I I wasn't expecting to just be hosed down. I, I wanted right. it to be more effective of a splatter. Yeah, and it definitely was just liquid. It wasn't and it wasn't like ruin your clothes and shoes gory. Like we were kind of hoping for. (laughs) It was pink water. Yeah. Yeah. But all in all, it was fine. Yeah, it was a fine activity for a uh an evening out, I guess. Especially having seen the movies. Now If you had not seen the movies and been taken to this, would this still be entertaining? I don't it think would, so. It, no, it would not be as funny. Um, it would not make – well, n- not – it doesn't make sense anyway, but it would make right. less sense. Because yes. it at least didn't follow the nonsensical movie. Right. And and – Myself being not being a huge musical buff, I I feel like I missed a lot of the the context of the songs. I feel like they were taking other musical songs and adapting them to Evil Dead, but I didn't know what those songs were, so it had less um, 
less humor for me. I I didn't feel like they. I think they took like kind of the standard methods and tunes of a musical, but I don't think they actually like parodied any popular musicals okay. songs. Fair enough. What do you think, Rick? I think that full bars on a computer is full of shit. <laughs> Uh, Rick, <laughs> what did you think of the musical? <laughs> okay, that's real stupid. Hey, I'm back. Hi, guys, I'm back. Hi. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> um, I, that really, that really got me. Sorry. Um, I think that this one really got that you musical, by the boo boo. <laughs> that musical was. Uh, I, so Ryan says he's not a musical guy. I can't say that I'm a musical person, but I do like musicals, right? I think that I makes think, you a musical person. Does it? I'm pretty selective on musicals, but like... Are you? What What musical have you seen that you hated? Um, I actually, I, I saw... I didn't like the Green Day musical, American Idiot. <laughs> and I didn't like... When I saw West Side Story, I didn't like it either. Mm. But... So everything movie else I've or seen, live? Live. Um... Every other thing I've seen, I've liked, but I but I pick and choose things that I probably would like. Right, self selecting. Um, and I, I mean, I like. Is Sing Street a musical? I don't know, but I like the movie. Well, I mean, was the movie a musical? Well, like, would you were, consider that a musical or just a mu- so. movie with songs? No, I Hang. would not. I would not consider that a musical. <laughs> the only part of that movie that really bordered on musical or being a musical was the um, prom sequence. Music yeah. Video. Yeah. All the other songs and stuff were, were songs separate of the musical. I th- I feel like right, exactly the musical needs to be dialogue transitioning into song or songs about, like you said, exposition on what's going right. on on the stage. Or so what I said, screen. Rick was the only part of sing street that went into musical was the prom sequence. Sure. Okay, so that's a that's a movie with music in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, okay, because yeah, I like Little Shop of Horrors, and I yeah, like that's a musical. So yeah. Anyway, so I thought this was. What did you say about it, Bill? Well, I don't need to recap everything well, I said. Let's, but let's let's just condense it down since we have some technical difficulties. Ryan liked the parts of it that referenced Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. I liked the parts of it that were just funny and stood on their own as a play right because i don't like evil dead but i like musicals ryan doesn't like musicals but he likes evil dead so it this probably hit you right in the sweet spot because yeah, it was you great like both. <laughs> this was super fun yeah. i thought it was like i thought it was really funny and mm-hmm. i thought it was done pretty well and like i didn't care about like i'm not gonna be i mean i was super annoyed a little bit but like it doesn't really ruin it that like the microphones were kind of shitty mm. and there's some technical, di- like that probably got Ryan bad. Uh, yeah. I was a little annoyed like, by that. <laughs> I didn't touch on it, but, uh, but like, it was like, um, I don't, you know, I don't get bothered by production value. Yeah. Local, you know, a local theater troupe. Right. Putting on this performance. They were, they were having fun. People in the audience seemed to like it. Yeah. I'll tell I, you what, 
I spent 90 minutes standing outside in a lightning storm and monsoon watching 11 year olds play soccer today. Yeah. And this musical was slightly better than that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I, I, was, I was drier coming out of the musical. <laughs> I, f- I think I'm going to round up people that aren't you and go <laughs> again next year. I like that plan. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, now that I know what it is, um, I think it could be a good time. I would, I would go at the, I would go to the earlier show. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, w- I wouldn't go at 9 PM. Yeah. And I would properly um, pregame for it. You're right. I don't think we and, were fully in the zone. Right. And I think it would be fun. And I think if you just watched evil dead two, you'd be okay. Right. Yep. Exactly. That's yep. what I said. I said it was really Evil Dead 2, the musical. It borrowed because, a little bit from one and nothing from. Well, and, and, one, and one is two. Right. And Army of Darkness, except, yeah, except for the scene in the grocery store, which you could just whatever. See, and he gave me all this shit for calling it a grocery store the other day. <laughs> and he just called it a grocery store. No, he gave me shit for calling it a hardware store. Yes, right? it's not he, a hardware store. It's also not a grocery <laughs> store. And it agrees. They have hardware. Right. Um, okay. Did he have, but, and he had a chainsaw arm in too, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. when he put it on. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you're good with most of it. And yeah. honestly, most people that are like humans on the earth have like seen Army of Darkness. They might have all seen Evil Dead, but they've all seen Army of, like, that was a pretty, that's the thing that a lot of people know about, or they at least know what it is and that he has a chainsaw arm and right. hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, so where do you put it on the clamometer? If you had a clamometer, it's re- that's really hard to do because especially in season three here, when I'm trying to rate it based on, okay, should it be a musical ex- expectation? <laughs> should it right. be a musical? No, no, it shouldn't be a musical. Well, okay. But here's the thing you say that, but is is it better than all three of the movies you yes saw? and i said that i said so, that yes. so that maybe it does that they needed it to be musical when it was a movie it would have been better. here's the thing do you do you have my ratings for the movies there i have ryan some does. of them okay ryan what did i rate evil dead zero yes oh there was a shift <laughs> that happened right where did we land on evil dead so Evil Dead 1 went from a 1 to a 2. <laughs> clerks went from a 1 to a 3. What we do in no, the no, shadows? No, no, I don't care about Clerks. Four. Just Pee-wee give me Evil Dead, 10. Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness. Evil Dead 1 went to a 2. Army of Darkness went to a is a 24. And <laughs> Evil Dead 2 is a 0. Okay, so added together, that's 26. I'll give this a 27. That way <laughs> it's, it's better than all three of them combined. If someone said to you, someone that you liked was like, I really want to go to this play. No one will go with me and have this extra ticket. Will you go with me? Are you going to say no? And it's it's this show that I've already seen or I haven't seen it yet. You've have you've seen it. This is real life. Next. It's like, like it's like in two years from now. It's Halloween time. You put together a group to go and you go. Bill, I had this group that was going and someone bailed at the last minute. I have a ticket. It's yours free. I'll pick you up. I'll give you money. I'll buy you dinner. I'll buy you a beer. Do you want to go? I say no thanks. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Cannot be bribed to go to this. Let's say your children 
become <laughs> hor- horror movie fans. Okay. They like Sam Raimi movies. They like Evil Dead and Army of Darkness. They want to go to this play. They are of age to go. Would you tag along? No. No. Would you tell them don't do it? No. If they, I, no. No. Okay. okay. They're of age. They want to do it. I'd say, yeah, go. We'll talk about it afterwards. I'll make fun of you for going. I've, I've, I've been through that, done that. I will drop you off at the, or at the uh, theater and go to the vintage arcade down the street. Okay. Here's yeah. the last, here's the last question about the kilometers. So let's, let's change the, the levels of kilometer of besides, should it be a musical into, are you, are you glad you have the story that you did this? No. <laughs> Why not? There's nothing meaningful in my life because I went to this. It doesn't There's- have to be meaningful. There's a lot of things not meaningful in your life that you've done that are good stories and they're fun. There is, I wish I could have the time back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, let me put it this way. I'm not still pissed that I went. Right. It's fine. Mm. And the three of us had a grand old time. It was fine. We had fun. Uh-huh. I don't know. I would not do it again. And I, I again, it's it's how I feel about a lot of the concerts that I've been to lately. I'm like, you know what I would have rather done? I would have rather shown up, had a beer with you guys at the bar, walked over to the vintage arcade and then been like, well, see you later. Enjoy the show and gone home. <laughs> right. I invited you to do that tonight. <laughs> if I didn't have playoff volleyball game to go to, I would. Right. Yeah. I think I'm more of a pre-funk and go home guy than I am a go to the event guy. All right. right. Well, at least you got to know where you, where you stand in life. So mm-hmm. there you go. Pre-funk and go um, home early. Yeah. Which I don't hate. Right. I don't hate that idea. Yeah. It kind of depends, right? Yeah. Okay. We should transition into what this podcast is actually about. So for our listeners, that was a recap of a musical in lieu of trivia. We have banned Rick from doing trivia. <laughs> so in lieu of him doing trivia, we just talked about that musical. But... Guys, we watched a movie. We did watch a movie. We watched it's called some- it's called Buzz Driving is Drunk Driving the Movie. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? Isn't that what it's called? Buzz Driving no. is Drunk Driving the Movie? Because all these people do in this movie is drive around after they just drank a bunch of wine. I totally forgot what movie we were even talking about. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> right. Now, yep, yep. No, that is what it was called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we watched Sideways. Sideways. It's 2004, um, and the laws are not the same. <laughs> yeah, right. It's 2024, and we watched Sideways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Paul Giamatti Thomas Hayden Church vehicle, or as I like to refer to Thomas Hayden Church, that oh. literally somebody told me one time after I saw Sideways, they're like, how was that? I was like, you know, Thomas Hayden Church. I was like, you mean the guy from, the bad guy from George of the Jungle 2? <laughs> What? <laughs> I was at a place and I think it was, we were talking, probably was sideways. It hadn't been that long ago. And I said something about Thomas Hayden Church and he said, You mean the bad guy from George of the Jungle, too? Wow. Now, what's weird about that is he's the bad guy in George of the Jungle one, also. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> like nobody ever doesn't say the guy from Wings. Wings, right. Wings, yeah. right. But he said Lloyd the guy from, from George of the Jungle 2. Two. That's bizarre. Um, Who from yeah. Wings? 
I think I know the answer to this and what it is, but who from Wings is more well known for something other than Wings? Tony, Sh- well, Tony Shalhoub probably is Monk. Yeah. Right, right. That's got to be the only one, right? Uh, well, I bet Thomas Hayden Church nowadays. I mean, because how old you are? Well, he was he, right because he was in George of the Jungle too. <laughs> well, he was in Spider Man also, right? Well, and this movie won or Sideways won an Oscar, so he was in an Oscar winning movie. What did this movie win an Oscar for? Uh, I think I think I want to. It might it might be best. Uh, right, I don't. Let's look. I've got it right here. We have the internet at our fingertips. We didn't earlier, but we do now. <laughs> Bill, Dang it! Bill, this feels like trivia. Bill, have you ever seen Election? No. Okay. Okay. So it won Best Writing. Uh, in Thomas Hayden Church was nominated is, for actor is in a supporting best role. writing. Different from best screenplay. A best writing adapted screenplay. Because mm. it, so it was a book. Yeah, it was a book. And yeah. Thomas Hayden Church was uh, nominated for supporting actor. Huh. So, so that uh, that's something. I need to ask you guys before we get too deep into this. Do you like, in general, as a person, Merlot? No, Paul G- I don't Paul, like Merlot. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> I don't know him as a person. Yeah, that that was what I was going to say. That's a bad question. Well, I said as a, like him as a person. I said as a person because I didn't want someone to say Merlot. No, right. I don't like Merlot, but it didn't work. <laughs> Do you um, like Paul Giamatti as an actor? Yes. I'm trying, like... He's Bill, you know who Paul Giamatti is? <laughs> yes. So, I mean, he's in one of my favorite movies that I've seen many, many times. What movie is that? Would you w- guess? Uh, Lady in the Water. Nope, never seen it. <laughs> um, private Private Parts. Never seen it. Straight out of Compton. Never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is a fun game. This feels Being like John Malkovich. Well. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Is it's, he in that? I don't think so. Okay. It is. It is based on a short story by Philip K. Dick. The Truman Show. No. No, Come it's, on, guys. it's the one. It's Ben Affleck and Uma Thurman. <laughs> really? Uh, Paycheck, you guys. Paycheck. Uh, <laughs> cool. Nobody. Okay. That's one of your favorite movies. I love that movie. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, okay. Does he? I haven't seen I, I, I like a good time heist. Right. Does he play a slimy? Brian's stupid time law. Does he play like a slimy character in it? No, he's uh, Ben Affleck's best friend and the only person that like believes him and is trying to help him. Okay, because like Paul Giamatti is like what seventy percent scumbag in every movie he's in. That's yeah. interesting you say that because I don't think I've seen him in scumbag roles. Well, he's a, kind of right. a scumbag and in side- this role. <laughs> you what? well, right? Yeah, this is okay. Like, no, this that's is- that's interesting. That's really interesting that you'd say that, Ryan. Why do you think Paul Giamatti is a scumbag in this role? He's kind of a scumbag in relation. Thomas Hayden yeah. Church is the scumbag is the in scumbag. this movie. Right. Well, scumbag versus loser, I guess. Loser. Yeah. And he also, he plays like a loser character too a lot. I mean, it's just kind of, he's just never like, he's never the life of but, the party. But he's not a scumbag. He's, <laughs> no. he's more honest than his counterpart. Right. No, I'm just. He's more, he's I, more ethical. 
I wasn't talking about this movie. I just mean in general, he plays a lot of scummy characters. He always plays like the business manager who's screwing someone over or, you know, those kind of roles. You know, he's the bad guy. And you should watch private parts. Oh, you think so? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's something I'd like. Yeah. Well, it's really good. And it's, it's, it's a good, do you know what it is? It's Howard Stern, right? It's the, it's like Howard Stern's like story about how he became famous. So it's really right. like kind of interesting. It's not like, I know it's a title that sounds dirty, but it's just Howard Stern being Howard Stern. Um, anyway. Is okay, it the so like, are, cover of that film, Howard Stern naked with the Eiffel Tower, is it, or not the Eiffel Tower, the Empire State Building is his dong? Dong. Yes. Well, it's just covering, yes, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> are you? Uh, okay. Do you guys like Paul Giamatti? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. So do I. I think that he might rub some people the wrong way. Oh, I okay. for um, sure know people that do not like him as an actor and do, will not watch movies that he's in. But he's in so many movies. That's right. The but that's but he's never. This is like the only movie I know of where he's like the lead. Yeah, but he well he's but he's always like predominant in a movie, but he's never. It doesn't matter anyway. Right. Did you like him in this movie? Not particularly. Okay. Did you um, like THC? No. No, not okay. at all. Um, he's this whole movie is just I I don't know this this whole movie's kind of a mess. I don't I don't like this movie. Okay. So <laughs> let me just put that out there. Way, way, way to bury the lead. Yeah. Okay. So. So um, nice November is not working out too well so far. No, no. Uh, this movie, like, it, it's just, it just seems so whiny and Wait, like insignificant. Like it's, wine it filled seems- or whiny. <laughs> yeah, okay. it is very whiny. <laughs> that was truly a no pun intended situation. But um, I wish I'd made that pun on purpose. <laughs> um, but it, it just feels like in this movie, they're dancing around some substance, but they never really make a point or get into anything. Mm. Right. And so it's just, then it just sort of becomes, well, this happened and this happened and this happened. And uh, then we kind of went home. Well, I I see it more as, as Paul Giamatti's character starting to rebuild his life. And and he, he hits a rock bottom of sorts and starts to do some different things and get over his ex-wife and his divorce and, and, move on but but he really none of that actually is happens until like the end credit sequence <laughs> well but it happens it shows him getting broken down too like sure okay yeah he has you have to do it you, that's how you change right you got to go down and build yourself back up and that's happens i mean i guess the problem with this movie for nice november was i forgot that you have to have some kind of crazy thing happen. You won't watch a coming of age story. That's good. Or a day in the life thing. Cause that's what this is. This is like right, two guys like, yeah. <clears throat> on an adventure, you know, and you don't like that. I forgot that you don't I like just, movies. I can, I can live a day in my life every day. I don't need to watch someone else live a day in their life. Right. If you're, if you're going to tell me a story, have it mean something, have it say something, have there be a point to the story. 
Well, there is a point to the story. What's, what's the point? What is, what is the message, the theme, the thesis statement of this movie? Actually think about that for a minute. Let's take a quick break while you chew that candy and we'll be, we'll be back. And you can tell me what the big idea is in sideways. We'll be back. And we're back. Oh, wait, we're not back. You dumbass. Check out shit. I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? Um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Sideways, um, the movie. Bill, have you ever read a self-help book? Define a self-help book. Uh, you don't. Uh, you know, I don't. I, uh, <laughs> I don't think I need to. Have you read a self-help book besides the Bible? <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's the thing. Like, would you consider like Christian living books to be self-help books? No, I don't. May, yes, but no. I'm a, I'm asking if you read a book specifically to change something. Um, uh, that's what I, that was the end of sentence. Period. Yes, yes. That wasn't religious text. Well, see, you say religious text. That's that wasn't Christian themed. No, you're really you're really arguing over semantics here. Well, but. <laughs> You know what you know you know what I'm asking. Well, no, I don't yes, think I do. I don't do. think I do. I don't. Oh. Because there's a lot of stuff like um that that is a, a lot of quote unquote Christian self-help is just self-help that's you know uses some religious language. Okay, right. So I just asked if you read anything that didn't have that, and then you said no. So right, we're good. I have okay, it. yeah, okay, perfect. Would you ever be interested in doing that? Do you think I need to? <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> Not really. Okay. And if you felt like you needed to, would you only get that from a book? Yeah, probably. Because you mean like as opposed to therapy or a movie? Uh, uh, Self-help movie? Self-help film? Yeah. No. Because I think that you as a per- see we've decided in this podcast you don't really like movies in the grand scheme of things you don't like movies right <laughs> i know that sounds bad but you there, don't there are movies do. he likes but in general there are movies yeah there are movies thing. yeah there's no way i don't I, you're right no no here's i think the best way to say it i don't like movies just because they're movies well you don't like okay I don't think anyone likes movies just because they're movies. No, you do. <laughs> I don't like them because they're movies. You think we should see everything out there and that that everything deserves to be a thing because, hey, can you believe these people made it and they only no. spent $12 and it made a buck fifty a person? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> That's not true at all. I, there's a lot of movies I don't like, but it's not. But I don't not like them for the weirdest reasons ever existed. <laughs> um, it so doesn't have a kid in it. I, 
hard pass. That was not that I don't like movies. It's that I don't like movies for the wrong reasons. No, but if when this when this podcast is over in ten years, and we look or, back at the or five ten days <laughs> or ten minutes yeah. at the five thousand, we've watched five thousand movies, and you will have liked fifty of them. <laughs> That's gonna say you don't. You're not a movie guy. And I think when you talk about the grand plan of this movie, what, why, what the thesis statement is and what this movie is, this movie is about middle-aged dudes trying to figure out their lives. And it's interesting to watch from a perspective of being a middle-aged dude and being like, how are these guys getting through this? You know, I'm not an, a rich actor and, you know, or a writer who's obsessed with wine, but like people you can watch it and you can think about your life and how you would handle these problems. And maybe it helps you look at other things. That's what these movies are for. That, perspective. Are, <clears throat> that would be 1.04 years <laughs> straight nonstop watching movies. I disliked. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I also I would disagree with your, with your metrics there, Rick. Uh, he's got nine that are over 50 in the last 25. But hey, Okay, but over 50 just means it could it should be a movie. Right. That doesn't but, mean he liked it. But you think everything should be a movie. I don't think everything should be a movie. I don't think uh uh French what's it Paris? Forget Paris. <laughs> French kiss, what's it called? No, you, be a if, movie? You, if you sit there and say you don't think it should be a movie, then that's just as ridiculous as you saying that I don't like movies. I, I don't think that movies shouldn't People can do whatever they want. Make as many movies as you want. I'm not saying it's any good. I like more movies than you like. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Because I, I enjoy the experience of watching a movie. And right. I try. That's what and, I'm saying. No. You, and I, you because, like movies because no, you like movies. No, no. I like watching a movie and understanding the director and the actors and the writers and why this movie is being made the way it's being made. And what it's for. I, I don't need I don't need Iron Man to come in and drink wine with Paul Giamatti. You know what I mean? That's I know you were waiting for that to happen at any moment. It just didn't come through. You wanted THC to turn into Sandman, right? And roll through, and Needed it would have been great. Way more of the daughter in it, so there was a kid element. Yeah, this wasn't no, his, this wasn't I, his origin story. I would have just liked them to get more into making a statement about see you you just said something there understanding the director and understanding the actors sure this particular movie i think is missing as is the case with a lot of slice of life movies missing what is it that the director wants to tell with this story what is but, what is, what do they want to say but see and that's the thing is i don't think you like the ambivalence ambiguity and big ambiguity of this cut those words out till I say ambiguity <laughs> of this of these movies because not everything always has to have an answer I didn't say answer I but I want a message I want a point I want a theme you but you okay but don't you think do you think Paul do you think Thomas Hayden Church is a good dude no that's the message that you got from this movie and that's maybe but what you're supposed I, but to. But I don't think, think I don't think in this movie they say he isn't. I think they don't have movie, to. They almost that's celebrate the him. Do you think he's a good dude in this movie? No, no, and I don't think he's celebrated. 
I, I think that I think that everybody has some redeeming qualities in their lives. And I think he's struggling with a lot of stuff and he does do, make some terrible decisions and it's annoying, but it happens like, well, yeah, people like that exist and they're all over the place. Don't you know some terrible people? No, I am one. Right. <laughs> and we still talk to you. You know what I mean? Like, but you want to, you want to see that person grow or you want to see that person change. Or if they won't grow or change, you want to see them deal with consequences or die. That's the classic Shakespeare model that I look for well, in a story. But by the time the movie was over, he was ready to go home to his wife and you know, he accepted his, you know, new no, life. No, he didn't accept Maybe. bullshit. No, it's you hard know, to say, you know, that guy six months later is having another affair. Yeah. Right. Which also is a real person, you <laughs> yeah. know, that exists. Like, I mean, I think you'll probably think <clears throat> about getting a motorcycle helmet to his face before he does that for a while, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. But okay, let's 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 steer into some things that were good about this movie. One of the questions I wanted to ask while uh-huh. I was watching this movie is when you watch a movie, do you ever try to identify with one of the characters and go, if I was a person in this scene, this is the person I would be? Uh in some movies, yes, not all movies. Yeah, not all movies. And yeah. In this movie, I guess I'd probably be Sandra O. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But no, not really. I mean, in this movie, there's nothing. This movie isn't very relatable to me. No, in this movie, you'd be the uh, bartender. Yeah, the, the guy that was the one that. Yeah, I wanted to be the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the. Brian, the you'd be the bar. You, you'd be the bar back. Sure. I was, I'll be the uh, the guy who's pouring the wine at the very beginning at the winery that before they get wasted. Wait, which, so bar- you, which, which bartender am I? The one at the restaurant that the girl that Paul Giamatti hooks up with works at. Yeah, when he's just like, she's not here. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You've, you've had, you've got this fancy bottle for you, that guy. Yeah, I can do that. Um, not, not a lot of lines. So, but but when you watch this movie, you don't relate to any of the characters. You don't go, oh, I relate to that person. Not really. Because I am not like a, I don't know. I mean, as besides like what people think, <laughs> I'm not as big of a douchebag as Paul Giamatti is, and I'm not as big of a scumbag as Thomas Hayden Church is. Mm-hmm. Um, the ladies in the movie are kind of secondary characters mm-hmm. that don't really have a lot of life to it. I don't know. Right. Do you, who do you think you are, Bill? I think that's a hard one. Okay. Were you doing this during this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what did you, what did you think you were at? Maybe we'll tell you if you're right or wrong. I think there's times when I relate to Paul Giamatti's character, Mm -hmm. but then he goes too far and it it pisses me off. Mm. But you do that all the time. And (laughs) there's, there's times when I relate to Thomas Hayden Church's character, but he goes too far and it pisses me off. Uh-huh. Right. So right. would it be an enjoyable thing to watch if they didn't go too far? If they were just mild? Yeah, I guess that's my what I'm saying is that I feel like the two characters are more like caricatures. Mm-hmm. They're too they're too exaggerated. 
And when you exaggerate the personalities of these characters, then they no longer become um, believable in a slice of life type of situation. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, but what name, give an example of when they went too far that you don't think is realistic. Thomas Hayden church running naked out of that house. (laughs) Yeah. Getting Paul Giamatti to go back there and then like him sneaking in and grabbing the wallet while they're having sex in the bedroom. That's, that's all too far caricature stuff. It's a, yeah, it's not realistic. It's funny though. But that's my point is that if you're going to diverge from realistic in exaggerate characters to be funny and then still not bring a resolution or bring a character change. Now, what are you showing me? You're showing me an unrealistic slice of not life. <laughs> and and then I'm like, what the, what is the point of making this movie? Like, let's either make the characters funny the whole time and exaggerate them more and have a moral to the story or a point or a consequence or a culmination or let's which you also wouldn't like, or I would, I would. Uh, and no. I have, you, yes, don't, you I don't, don't like, you don't, you don't like comedies. I do like comedy. You'd be like, this is so silly and unrealistic. This would never happen in real life. <laughs> no, And I you'd like- be mad about it. Nope, nope. There's no evidence to support that claim. Oh, there is. <laughs> Let me look at the... Um, how how the many hours of recorded audio do we have? Let's count them out. Or let's keep it realistic and have it be like a more authentic slice of life. And like I'm peeking into a real weekend in these characters' lives. And then I, think- I might appreciate it more. I think it's pretty close to a real weekend. No. Uh, okay. Besides, until you add in him sleeping with the waitress from the other place and uh, the boyfriend walking in and him running out naked and then going back in to get the, all of that makes it no longer realistic. Besides that one thing of him being naked and going back in the house, what else isn't realistic? I should have saved that now and later for later. <laughs> um, it gave you the option. After the escalation and the result with Sandra O, oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. when he immediately goes and picks up the waitress at the restaurant. Yeah. That's a point where if that's going to be the next scene, then you can't end it with him going back to his wife and trying to make things work and living in this fantasy where you think he resolved things and changed his ways. But he's a, well, I don't know if he changed his ways, but he's a sex addict. And um, he's just trying to get his bones smushed. But your, but your whole point, Rick, was that at the end, you see him go back to his fiance and go through with his wedding. I, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't mean it's going to be good. It doesn't mean it's going to be a good life for him or her. But he did. He did as much remorse. as you, you can hope he does. But you don't know. No, no, he didn't. You don't know. How do you every, know? Every opportunity he had to continue to act in the same way he took. It Well, up to it, the moment where he also smashed Paul's car and does the whole accident. Right. Okay. So you won't. So you won't like any movie if the person doesn't get better. No, I'm not saying he has to get better. He has I'm to saying, die. <laughs> I'm saying, 
No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. if you're if you're going to tell me a story about an exaggerated character defect and you're not going to show me how that character changes or heals, then you have to show me how that character is punished or faces consequence for it or it's not a story worth telling. Do you think that everybody that suffers these issues always has negative effects in their lives from it? Worse than him that they needed to show. Yes. Every time. Anyone, anyone that goes out and has a, an affair with their significant other is doomed to repeat it and be a terrible person their whole life. He didn't have an affair. Well, he had, uh, he had a, he had multiple every <clears throat> chance he got and over a long dev- weekend. So it's a county. They, 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 were, they yeah. were on a break. <laughs> on a, he was in a different county. Uh, yeah. Different but area it, code. Yeah. The fact that it was two different women changes the whole dynamic. It does, but this was what he was trying to do. This was his plan from the beginning. But he'd already accomplished his plan. Well, no, that's not necessarily true. Why why did he how did he accomplish his plan? When he slept with Sandra O. Oh. He didn't say his plan was just one lady. <laughs> it was, yeah, supposed to be all weekend, like, blowout. Debauchery. Yeah. But, okay, was he lying when he told Sandra Oh that he loved her and wanted to move no. up there and move in with them? Nope. Because he has mental problems. Yeah. In the moment, he believed that, I, I, I think. He is... He's a sex addict. He might be a love addict. You know, we don't know all the details here. You know, this is funny because all this story talking about THC, this movie's about Paul Giamatti. I don't think so. I mean, Thomas Hedrick got nominated for Best Supporting Actor. I'm not saying. That's, that's like saying every movie is about the main character. Well, it kind of, well, the kind of is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why they're the main character um well sometimes the main character is just the like storytelling vehicle you also know that the reason the story is paul g money story is because of the end of the movie i mean it it, it really isn't about like they show the wedding thompson church married now and now you guys see what paul g money's wrapping up like he goes back to her house and she left him that nice message and he wrote that shitty book you know he's the star of it yeah I mean, he's the. It's his story. It's his yeah. day. But what happens in his story? Nothing. Well, he's like a sad sack. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. He's who, still a sad sack at the end. That that has opportunity to maybe make his life a little bit better with the lady that he loves. Maybe. Maybe you can hope, right? Maybe. We'll have to wait sure. for Sideways Two to come out. Sure. So but can I t- can I tell you the thing I respect the most? About I'm this just movie? saying. I guess I prefer a movie that more handles things front ways than sideways. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I like the most about this movie is I do want to be Thomas Hayden Church every time I go drinking, and <laughs> someone be like, "Oh, this is gross," and be like, "I don't know, I kind of like it," and just drink it. <laughs> tastes good. To, tastes pretty good to me. Tastes pretty good to me. And just that's, he okay. said that like ten times. It's very funny. I am Thomas Hayden Church when I go drinking. <laughs> <laughs> mm, it's oaky. <laughs> Tastes pretty good to me. All right. Bill, well, I have one, one last question for you. Okay. Does the fact that this is a book make you want to read the book to see if you have a different take on it? No. 
<laughs> so you don't think that any longer form evolution of this story with more detail would improve it in your eyes? It probably would. I have no doubt in my mind that the book is better at telling the story than the movie is. And movies rarely, if ever, can do a book justice. Hmm. Does it but, make you want to go wine tasting? Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, but there's not enough in this story that I want to invest any more time getting a more complete picture of the story. Hmm. So then a follow-up question, had you read this book without seeing the movie, do you think you would have? Now, this is too, too suppositional. Well, no, if I'd read a book, I would have wanted to see the movie. My guess is, had I read this book and liked it, I would have dis been disappointed with the movie. Mm. All right. Which, Did you guys know? I What? There's very, very few movies are better than the book. They made a book out of that? The one, one that jumps straight to mind that I can think of where I think the movie is actually better than the book, where I have read the book and watched the movie, is um, I Am Legend. How about Shawshank? Those are almost identical. Yeah. Well, not really. Yeah, they are. It's like word for word. Shawshank's not, it can't, it's not word for word. It's not even that long. But that's the thing. Most most movies have to abridge a book so much to fit it in. But with Morgan, the short story, you can almost – like that Morgan, movie is – Morgan Freeman is Irish in the book. <laughs> yeah, that's why they call him Red in the movie. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Makes total sense. <laughs> uh, okay. I, have to, I want to real quick give you a couple of um, facts. I'll bet, there's, I'll bet there's black people in Ireland. <laughs> I want to – couple of facts about the sideways there's a npr article from 2017 called the is it sideways. called an np article <laughs> uh the sideways effect how a wine obsessed film reshaped the industry and they said that since in uh in 2005 this movie came out you know every whatever blah 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 pino production increased 170 percent since hmm. they released Sideways. <laughs> and then it also depressed the market for Merlot. <laughs> uh, based on the disdain for the wine in the backstory, I don't want any fucking Merlot. Um, which apparently his ex-wife liked Merlot. I didn't catch that in the, mm. maybe that's in the book. Probably in the book, yeah. That's why yeah. he wouldn't drink the Merlot, because I thought he just hated it. So yeah, so that's, Merlot sales went down 2% right after that. And Pinot went up 16% in sales. Isn't that weird that like, well, I, I would tell you in the limited amount of wine that I drink now, after seeing that movie, I was like, oh, Pinot Noir, that's a thing. You know, I, I, I didn't yeah. know it even existed other than looking it, at it on the shelf. You know, does it make you want to, does a movie like this, listening to them talk, do you wish you had something in your life that you were as interested in as they are in wine? I do. What? <laughs> Fantasy football. <laughs> I have lots of things in my life that I'm interested in deeply. As, as deeply as that, like where you're you're talking about it in a way that is, you know, you're talking about the grape skins and you're having these like I think deep... my my family and my faith go up there. Sure. That's a little different than a hobby. 
I suppose know? not for these guys. Well, sure. not for what's his face, Giamatti. Right. All right. Well, so let's get because to the if, Whoa, what? if you think about it with Paul Giamatti, <laughs> he can't bring himself to be with someone or to love someone that doesn't appreciate wine. Sure. Because wine is the most important thing in his life. Right. Right. And so it becomes the dominating thing that that will even determine relationships or their could success you, or the failure of a relationship. Could you have a marriage with someone that didn't have the same faith as you? No, probably not. Okay. What if they were, what if it was a different faith than you, but at the same level? Like, could I, you marry, uh, could you marry someone that was, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say like, a specific thing and have be like, no, I wouldn't marry a person like that. Like, I don't want to say something horrible. Like that could sound worse than right. Right. You, you don't, you don't no. want me to go on a crusade against Muslims. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, uh, so cause, cause we've done that before. <laughs> um, go patriarchy. Okay. <laughs> you can cut that out. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, there we are. There we have it. I think this shitty movie that you hated led to some good conversation. Is there anything that would be important enough to you that if someone didn't like it or didn't appreciate it or didn't want to hear about it, you'd be like, I just don't know how deep of a relationship I can have with you if if you can't engage in this with me? Not really. I don't think because the only thing that I think would affect me in that scenario is someone that actively didn't let me enjoy the thing I was wanting to do. Right. Right. Yeah. More, more than that. Cause I think that I could, uh, it, uh, I could marry a person of a different faith than me or different sure. religion than me and let them have their thing. Well, um, but you don't have a religion. Sure. But if I did, I, I think it would, I mean, I think it would be okay. Cause I think you could still find common ground with somebody um, that at least has that or, and, or if they have that and I didn't, I think I could still accept that. Um, sure. If someone told me I couldn't, but if someone told me I couldn't listen to, and I think that it's funny because it's, it, it is only a person who it does have extreme interest in something that gets to the point where they wouldn't accept other people. Right. I think someone right. who does like, like that's, that's the thing, right. Is you have to have a affection or an affinity or a love for something more than just a interest in it to right. where then it would become influential or prioritized over a relationship with another person. Right. Right. And it also depends on the relationship with the other person, right? Like I have no problem having all kinds of friends that have different views, obviously, than me on on faith and having those conversations with people. It doesn't impact my relationship with them at all. It doesn't impact the the level of, you know, friendship or intimacy or whatever you want to call it that that those yeah, friendships no, and those relationships have. We're, we're very intimate. We are. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. But when you talk about marriage, there's, there's just, 
a much deeper invasive into every part of your life aspect of that relationship to where you go. Sure. You could marry someone of a different faith. You could marry someone with a different parenting philosophy. You could marry someone that, that, you know, didn't drink if you drink or vice versa, but you're creating a lot of tension and a lot of issues for yourself. If you do that, because there's going to either be, a part of you that has to change, or there's always going to be an area that you don't share with that person and can't engage with that person on. Don't you think that there's, let's, let's leave religion out of it. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you can think of that does that though? Like if someone, there's a lot of, uh, I'm going to just kind of generalize stereotypes with men. There's a lot of dudes out there who love football. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of women who don't love football. Right. And they're married to those guys who they're watching Thursday night football. They're watching college games on Saturday. They're watching football on Sunday. They're watching Monday night football and they're playing fantasy football every other day of the week. Mm -hmm. Same thing with baseball. They're looking forward to black Friday football this year. Yeah. They're Mm -hmm. gambling on football. Yeah. They're um, talking about football all the time. They're on message boards, talking trash with their friends about football. I mean, it can be quite a thing, right? How do you get around that? How do you marry someone if you don't even have any interest in football? You don't even know how it works. Right, right. Well, I think that if that person has no interest in football, doesn't want to engage in football, doesn't want to hear about football, doesn't want to be in the room when football's on, then there's going to be conflict and there's going to be a big division there between those people, right? Or or can you just love the things you love and also do other things as long as it's not really ruining anything? What happens when they conflict, though? What happens when she wants to go out on a date on a Thursday night and Thursday night football is on? What happens when there's a kid's soccer game on Sunday afternoon and the team is playing, right? So that right. that's where it becomes a question of, is this person able to say, I've prioritized this relationship in this family above this other thing that is very influential and part of my character and part of who I am, or is that going to create anger and tension and frustration every time it happens? And if so, then it's going to create a deeper and deeper divide and conflict. Right. But couldn't you also be in a relationship where you're like, I like watching football without any, I like doing it by myself or with my buddies. I don't really want my wife around. She doesn't want to be around it either. If she's okay with that. Right. And if there's times when you say no to football for her and for sure. the other things, right? Right. right. Uh, but if it's if it's always, hey, football's first and that's my thing and you get what's left over, how successful do you think that relationship is going to be in the long run? Right. Well, it's only a few months out of the year. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, why we should, we, probably, talk- we should get to the club. Why were we talking about that? What because happened? of Paul Giamatti's obsession with wine and that it would dictate oh, yeah. the influence confluence do you, of his relationship. You think he could marry a beer person? No, no. Cause they're like low lives. <laughs> right. Oh, is this citra hops? <laughs> cool. <laughs> I don't want to spend more time on this movie, but like, I think it's one of those, I think it's one of those things where like, I think it's moving up on the clemometer. (laughs) I think it's one of those things where when you have a hobby and you get into something, it's one thing, but then when you, when you become invested in something, 
to a level where you have a passion for it, then other things start to have to be enfolded into that, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, let's get to the clemometer. We should probably get to the clemometer. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to keep it. (laughs) Just a bunch of shit cut together. I almost did a spit take. I don't know why the clemometer sounds like bongo drum. (laughs) Come on. This whole thing went sideways real quick. Yeah, kilometer and, uh, I mean, clemometer and homework. I I said said kilometer. I said said clemometer. We Rick, we both just said clemometer <laughs> instead of kilometer. <laughs> okay. What did you guys think I would think of sideways? What we think, predicted. We, we said that we were, well, I said I have to give at least 50%. You have degrees. Cause yeah, because it's nice November. Allie, Wait, can we big, change it? Big. No, it's a, it's a ometer. It's a clemometer. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem like... It makes sense because that's why I say degrees all the time. Really, when you percent. when you look at when you look at the weather and you go, oh, I wonder what the temperature is like. Oh man, it's fifty five percent out there. <laughs> yeah, I do actually because it's always chance of rain where I live. <laughs> right, but that's a different thing. <laughs> all right, well, there's a fifty five percent chance you were going to like this movie. Guess what? In Austin right now, it's sunny and seventy nine percent. Right, and next week it'll be forty two percent or something. <laughs> all right, so. What did he? What did we say, Ryan? I think you said fifty-one, and I said forty-eight. <laughs> she like? I like how you go. I'm going to be super nice and aim for above fifty. I'm going to aim for fifty-one. That gave you a lot of leeway to miss there, Rick. I, I don't trust you. <laughs> I hadn't. I hadn't seen this movie since it came out. I saw it in the theater, yeah. and we predicted I, I before not, we watched it. I didn't like this movie, but not liking it is different than recognizing that it's, it's well-written, it's well-acted, it's well-made. Um, you know, it, it has a lot of redeeming values. And so for that reason, I give this movie a 55. Yes. Oh. Nice November is intact. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But watch yourself, counselor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow All it. Right. I'll allow it. Um, okay, well, so next week, I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm really going out on a limb with these movies because I'm picking movies that I saw in the theater at least ten years ago. So far, each time, and never watched again, which doesn't mm-hmm. seem like a movie that I could say is good, but I right. remember enjoying it. So the next movie is Attack the Block, and I would ask you to guess what it's about, but I don't think you have any idea. No. I, I assume it is about uh, a neighborhood defending itself from some sort of gang war or something like that. Right. Should we also let the listeners in on our new schedule plan? Maybe see if they'll enjoy it. Maybe they want to reach out to us and see if they hate our idea or not. That sure. It's unlikely, but yes. <laughs> uh, listeners, let us know if you like or dislike this idea, but the uh, miseducation of sheltered bill podcast is going to move to a new format we are going to review two movies well i guess it has to be a four month four week month right but anyway you get it two movies and two albums a month Mm -hmm. let us know how that's going to work for you and if you have any suggestions on movies or albums let us know yeah you can't you can't do worse than these guys do especially especially albums because 
we have done a lot of big classic ones, but I think we should dig deeper into just the world. We should really build. You think he hasn't seen a lot of movies. Just wait till you see how much music he hasn't heard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let us know in the comments. Smash that like button. Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe. And, Share it uh, with your friends. We'll Especially see you and Ipswich. We see you. <laughs> we see you. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week. We need to kick Bill out of here and talk about Attack the Block. Oh, we better hurry. Okay, bye. Bye. Um, I haven't seen this in a long time. Neither have I. But I remember really liking the aliens in it. Mm-hmm. I think they're really fun. Spoiler alert, there's aliens in it. Yeah. Like monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, I didn't know who, uh, what's his name was. John ben- when I saw that Boyega. Movie. What? John Boyega. Yeah. And then when I saw him in Star Wars, I was like, hey, oh, hey, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked him in both. I'm going to say Bill's going to give this movie a. He just gave Cyrus 55. I'm going to say 62. 62. I remember this movie. I I saw this in the theater or right after it came out of the theaters. Um, I liked it. Good action in it. A little bit of a twist on the storyline. Um, I like British movies, so that was a plus in this. Um, I think Bill's going to struggle with the dialogue because there is a lot of slang in it. Sure. Um, and like you, like we just said, I don't trust him. So right. I'm going thirty nine point five. Whoa! Oh, geez. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. All right. Well, I think it about wraps it up for this week. I really want to thank all of the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We are on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. We are on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please, please email us at Miseducation of Bill at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and like us on all of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on all of the major apps, Spotify, Apple Music, and anywhere else you can find your podcast. A special thanks goes out to Wyatt Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at woatw.com. All right. Well, let's talk next week. All righty. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you.
another drink Cause we're all 